Disclaimer for today's episode, we are talking about an ongoing legal case, a case that is on trial right now. We are not lawyers, we are not a part of the case, and we did not witness anything that is being alleged by either side in the case. We are simply talking about our views based on watching trial coverage on television and online streaming and social media. Once again, we are not alleging anyone's innocence or guilt, and we don't know who may or may not have been abused. So there's the disclaimer. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back to 30, 30, Dirty, and Dying, the show where we go through all the things that are happening, past, present, and future, to two six sad millennials. Six sad millennials. Six sad, the alternate title for the show. Would you like to know what I said yesterday? What? Speak, speaking of being sick and sad? Sure. How I would have, how, what it would feel like, like I would feel so good if I was just in a coma, just for a few months. Like, can I just go into a coma and not have a single worry? Because, you know, I'm in a coma. And then I just wake up. I'm probably skinnier because, like, I, I didn't eat a lot of food. thoughts during comas. And that's fine. Like, just dreams, right? I don't know. It's I like, think it depends on the coma that like, you're in. Well, like a nice coma where I'm just sleeping the whole... I wake up refreshed and I'm ready to just keep going with my life. I don't think that's how that works. Well... I just... I don't know. I don't think it's how it works. But anyways... I would like to have a coma, please. Just to get away for just a little bit. I don't have enough Tylenol for that. <laughs> I just don't. Um, fun way to start. I hope your guys' weeks are going better than Courtney's. <laughs> and that you don't want to slip yourself into a coma. Just a short coma. Um, and if anybody is in a coma, we're really sorry. And we hope that you... you well, you probably won't hear this. But <laughs> <laughs> if anybody you know... <laughs> in a coma and you are offended we're really sorry yes and we hope that everything works out okay um but hopefully that's not the case and i'm gonna pivot topics before we get ourselves in a lot of trouble <laughs> uh so today we're gonna be talking more about like current events than just your good old telling you about ourselves but no we're gonna be diving into our thoughts on the johnny depp amber heard defamation trial because it's all anybody everywhere is talking about she defamated defecated <laughs> a different word but i like the attempt i appreciate the attempt so we're gonna get into all that we're gonna get into like how we've been keeping up with it things we know things we don't know um and just sort of give our thoughts on it uh big huge disclaimer we're not lawyers even close i'm certainly no, not absolutely not uh we're just watching it and doing the best that we can and we'll talk about that a little bit later but before we talk about what's happening right now we are going to go back in time get in our time machine take a little magic bus ride to a couple of different years because it's when we're recording this it's graduation weekend for a lot of people yep so the the university that i work for we just had the ceremony today as we are you know, recording this podcast. So I'm, I'm thinking about my college graduation, which fun fact was at the same university because I work at the college. You're a legacy. I'm a legacy. She a legacy. I work at the university that I graduated from. Mine wasn't. So we're going to do two different years. The year I graduated college, the year you graduated college. So Courtney is taking a different stop off the magic bus that takes us back in time. To 2014. To 2014. So... 
Go ahead. What was going on in 2014 well, for Courtney? I graduated with my bachelor's of social work. Wow. Yep. I thought I liked people. <laughs> and then I realized I don't. But it's fine. Um, I'm glad that I got the degree that I got because I learned a lot and it was a good time. Yeah. I also had a job interview in 2014 right after I graduated. And that's, that is when I realized I didn't want to do social work was at that job interview. Yeah. That's always a fun bummer. Yeah. I mean, they were super nice. I thought that's what I wanted to do. I got into it. They were telling me about it and I'm like, oh yeah, sounds great. I hope I hear from you soon. Fun fact, I did get the job, but I was just like, no thanks. Because it's fair. I turned down a couple myself. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it. I mean, but it's not like you don't use your degree. You just use it in a different Different capacity. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like you're like, man, I should have gone back for that neuroscience degree. (laughs) No, I still, I still work with people every day. Yeah. So you got, you're, you're socially working. I'm socially working. I hope that's why that's called that. Cause otherwise I just offended a lot. (laughs) We're just offending a lot of people today. I guess it's on brand. Um, I said my interview went great. I'm feeling pretty confident. You were that you did not want to do it. I did not want to do it. (laughs) Also, Mother's Day. Yes, it's Mother's Day weekend. Also, we're recording this. It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend. Graduation, Mother's Day. If I had a mom, which I don't, but I do have mother-in-laws that love me and I will spend time with them. All right, so Courtney's covered. I'm, I'm covered with in-laws. Yeah. But my mom is dead. And you and, said that. And I said that. During the, you had, a, you had a post that was a little bit more Yeah, I did. Sentimental. I did a sentimental um, post about my mom. Um, so a lot of, lot of things going on for you A lot then. of things. 2014. 2014. Was, pretty much just graduating. Um, all right, so I graduated college in 2017, a few years later. And I was not super active on social media at that time, Um, but I did have some Instagram posts that were about graduating. Um, I already had a full-time job in my field. I know I'm so special and amazing. Not really, just kind (laughs) of works serendipitously. I have a journalism degree, so I had a job on a copy desk at a local paper, nothing too intense, but they were super nice and got me cupcakes the day that I was graduating, or not, but like that week. Um, and I also figured out how to make a tofu press that year without having a tofu press. I became a vegetarian the year prior. Uh, so I don't have a tofu press. I need one, but I stacked up a copy of Desperation by Stephen King, the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe and the Bible. Whoa. I know. Powerhouse. (laughs) That's heavy. Power tree. It was heavy because that's what I needed. I needed. Figuratively and physically. Yes. I needed to press all the water out of the tofu and the bible's great for that yeah the bible's great for just pushing shit out of you (laughs) (laughs) and that's what i did so those are kind of the most exciting things that happened to me in 2017 that i posted about on social media i mean i did graduate i was very over it yeah i didn't like school i didn't like i'm thinking about going back i can do it for free well then you should i on almost a like monthly basis consider going back for law school mm-hmm. i almost went to law school i kind of really wanted to be a lawyer and i'm not just saying that like i really did and i consider it all the time which is why this is a good episode to bring this up because mm-hmm. we're talking all law all lawyer and i've really felt it recently because i've been glued to this trial this is my trial of the century move over oj 
Whoa. Move over. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, no, I... He was innocent, right? He was acquitted. Whatever that The glove means. didn't fit. The glove didn't fit. Wait, you shrink his hand? Or... The glove... You don't they, know anything about the OJ trial. I have no idea. I this isn't so this goes to the thing about me being like obsessed with I love um court like court content. I love that kind of stuff. And the law and the legal system fascinate me. I have I'm like an OJ Simpson case encyclopedia. And I was barely alive while it was happening. Yeah. But I was obsessed with it. Like as soon as I could comprehend what it was, like obviously years later. I can tell you most anything about it. I feel like this trial with Johnny Depp is probably going to be very similar. I don't know why this one got me. Every couple months, a trial is happening, whether it's celebrity or not, that just, like, gets me. And this is definitely one of them. I watch Legally Blonde. So it's the same. You're listening to 30, Dirty, and Dying, the new show for millennials by millennials, where we tackle what it's like to be the opposite of 30, flirty, and thriving. Keep listening for our hot takes on life, death, and all that fun stuff in between. Johnny Jet trial is happening, and that's what we're talking about today. So for anybody who doesn't know, which, how are you here? <laughs> Johnny Depp is currently embroiled in a defamation lawsuit with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Turd. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, it's... It goes back to allegations that she has made about domestic abuse and sexual violence that took place during the marriage, but it is not a domestic violence case, no. which I think is what is throwing a lot of people on like TikTok. Not maybe a lot of people. That's not really fair. But there are things that I see that are like very out of context. Like mm-hmm. she's going to jail. And I'm like, buddy, nobody's about. going to jail. It's a defamation lawsuit about him. something that she wrote. Yes. Yes. She wrote an op-ed. Opinion what piece. Is, okay. Because um, I'm like, what does op-ed mean? It's like opinion editorial, I think, okay. is what the op-ed part stands for. I used to be a journalist. Yeah, that's um, why I asked you. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an op-ed. So usually what those are is celebrities, people of note, politicians, you people who have something to say and have some reason that they can say it, will write things in. Mm. And it's called an op-ed. It's different than just like, it's different than just anybody writing an opinion piece. Those are usually just letters to the editor. This is like a long form. I have something to say. I have a reason to say it. This is what it is. This is what it is. And she wrote an op-ed that was titled, I stood up for sexual violence and faced our society's wrath, something like that. That has to change. And then within the op-ed, she makes brief but pretty concrete statements about being a figure associated with domestic abuse an X amount of time ago, which was the amount of time that she was divorcing Johnny Depp. So he's saying, you made these claims. They defamed me. They were about me. I'm suing you because he says they're not true. Yeah. So that's what it comes down to. It's not just about abuse, but that's most of what's being talked about right now. And that's what blowing up on the Internet. So so I've watched it constantly. I know you've. I've watched TikToks. Yeah. Which is a lot of people are doing. Yeah. A lot of, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But so what do you what do you know or not know about it from watching it on TikTok? I do not know most things. Fair. I know hearsay. Objection. Overruled. I know <sighs> candy. Yes. I know she pooped. 
<laughs> this is such a fun. <laughs> For someone who's never seen anything about this trial, they're like, what is going on in that courtroom? I know she has a stupid face. I'm very, if if you can tell, I'm very pro-Johnny right now. Justice I have for Johnny? Justice for Johnny. So that's what side you're on? That's, I'm, yeah. I'm not not on that side. Okay, I'm really not. I, I came in not knowing as much about, like, the previous allegations. I did, you know, hear some of the tapes that were coming out. I heard some of the stuff that happened from the UK trial and thought... Well, he wasn't suing her no, in the UK trial. No, he was, and this is an important distinction. He was suing... The paper, I think it was mm-hmm. The Sun, who wrote an article or an opinion or something about him and the whole situation. And they called him a wife beater. So he sued them. And I mean, he look, lost. He lost. And I, mean, I, I could have just t- sue a newspaper. You can, but like, this is the thing. I could have told him he was, I wish he would have called me. He, could, he was going to lose. Like, it's very hard to win a libel lawsuit against a news organization. Because people can write whatever they want. Well, it's not just that. But usually the the kind of thing is journalists and writers who, whatever your publication is, you kind of have the out of like, I'm referencing public record. So they were referencing allegations that she had made either in the court system or on public record. That's really hard to like nail them down and be like, but you should have put on your detective cap, buddy. But she didn't directly do anything with that publication. So... He lost, but a lot of information came out mm-hmm. that started to make people question, question. What's happening. Exactly. So that's kind of what got us here. And this one, he is not suing the Washington Post. He is suing her for writing it. And she's countersuing him for a bunch of millions. I don't know the number. I don't. But no, I didn't know much about who she was. But a lot of information came out in that mm-hmm. Sun trial that made people start being like, something's going on here. Yeah. So that's when I first started to kind of know a little bit about it. But since the trial started here, and well, it's in Virginia. Yeah, we should go. We could. It's relatively close to where we are. We're just one Virginia away. Uh, I don't know. But it's, it's pretty packed. Although people bring alpacas. You haven't what? seen People bring alpacas to the courthouse and sit outside with their alpacas. The, we'll get into it. And it's an animal? Yeah. Like an alpaca? Yeah. Which is not a llama. But they're similar. But they're similar. Cousins, probably. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a... I'm not a... Were you about to say botanist? <laughs> I'm not a biologist. <laughs> or a botanist. No, I'm not that either. I don't have real plants. Anyways. No, I can't keep Mm-mm. them alive. Kill nope. everything. Same. Um, but no, yeah, it seems, seems like a fun time. Seems like a, a fun time outside, at least. I don't know yeah, about I mean, in the courtroom. So w- when we're recording this is the court is on a break right now for like a week. So just for context, it's the most recent stuff that has happened is Amber Heard took the stand it's and has started so the testimony. Cringy. So we're definitely going to talk about that. What are some of the things that have stood out to you or that you don't know or that you wish you knew more well, about? Well, I don't. With her being on stand, I know almost nothing Fair. because I can't stand her. It's so cringy. I'm uncomfy. I cannot watch Imagine it. Imagine watching it like 12 hours a I, day. I could not. Her facial expressions, the things that she says, she's just, in my, in my humble opinion, she is reciting lines that she has created. Again, opinion. Yeah. Hearsay. That's what a lot of people think, though. You're, you're not alone. A lot of people are thinking the same thing. Yeah. I don't think you're, I don't think that you're wrong. I don't think you're not wrong. I don't know. Like, it's, a lot of people are seeing the same thing that you're saying. Now, 
there has been like since it started this whole like justice for Johnny thing and people have been very like Johnny Depp all the way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I went into this trial and in general, because like, like I said, I didn't know a ton. I agreed that there was some some fishy things happening. Like this wasn't as cut and dry as like a straight up abuse case. Well, no. I mean, here's the thing. Like with all relationships, it's never one sided. No, There's right. always bad things that each person is doing. Right. But I genuinely do not believe that Johnny hurt her in any way because just like any other case that comes out of famous people being abusers or rape or anything like that people will come forward they will feel safe to come forward because someone else just did especially at that time i mean when she first made these allegations this was like me too yeah but no one came forward she is the only you're telling me that she is the only person that he's ever done that to and I think the thing I find is, that hard to believe. I, I, I agree with you. I think that that is a big indicator, especially because you like to say again, it was in the Me Too like height of that when she between her making the initial allegations while they were getting divorced and the time that this op-ed thing came out, like that was a huge moment for Me Too. So you would think, right? And it's not like Johnny Depp has just been like monking it up for years. I mean, he he's had, done some shit. He's had he's Drugs. had a lot of different. Well, we know that. But like a lot of mega pints, a lot of mega pints. <laughs> but he's oh, where's my mega pints? We need a mega. Oh, we should brought mega pints in. Yeah. Anyways, but he's he's dated a lot of women. He mm-hmm. had like a, a lot of um, a heck of a portfolio. I wish there. I could be part of that portfolio. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, he's and and no one came forward. No, right now, that doesn't mean that it that it can't be true, but. The things that she's describing don't sound just like a man pushed to the edge, which I'm not I'm not taking up for anybody who commits domestic violence, but I'm saying it sounds all very like calculated and very intense stuff that mm-hmm. you would think it would happen to more people. You know, just but but I don't know. But anyways, I went into it a little bit more like I'm very doubtful. I don't think that everything she's saying is true. I have no idea. But I don't like to go in and be like, How, you that don't bitch is go, lying. Yeah, you don't want to go in there having, like, I I had no idea. The only reason I have for my opinion is because of TikTok. That's fair. A lot of people are the same. A lot of people are the same. But, yeah, I, um, because, I, I mean, I've been an abuse victim. I've been a, a sexual violence victim. And I know that not everybody acts the same way. There's no right way to be a victim and to go through your day-to-day life. There's no right way to report. There's no, you know, so... I didn't want to go in and be like, this bitch is lying. How dare she, you know, walk Captain Jack Sparrow off the plank. Ah, we must get her. Like, that was not my mindset. I was, I tried to go in with a very open mind because I really didn't know. And I will say, like, at this point, Johnny Depp's um, lawyers, their case, they've rested it. They're like, we've presented everything we want to present. I think they made a very compelling case. I do. Um, and now it's the other side. So I try to still be very open-minded, even though I feel like they did some good things. I was like, but we're going to learn way more now. So could Maybe. be different. Could be different. It's I'm hesitant to say that he's going to win. Not because I don't believe the things, but because like it's it's a, it's a tricky part of the law. Well, not just that, but it's it's not about it's just about the op-ed. It's not about anything else right. that they are bringing up. Right. So 
it's a defamation about the op-ed. So what they have to prove is that within this op-ed and post, like when this op-ed came out and after, not just since she started making allegations, not just about the allegations and- But since that op-ed came since out. Since the op-ed came out. They have to be able to tie it directly back to the op-ed. And they have to prove that she did it with malice, which, you know, that's tricky too, you know? I think that a lot of what he's saying is true. Mm-hmm. I think that if it were just about the abuse, I think it'd be a clear situation, but it's not. And that's what makes me feel like there's still a pretty good chance he doesn't win. He doesn't, he probably won't win the specifically defamation, defamation? <laughs> Words? Defamation. defamation case. But I think he wins in our eyes, but he might be able to get some jobs back. Well, that's something too. I mean, this is, this case is blown up. I mean. It, it's coming out that he's, he's the, not the, he's, he's the like abuse-y. the victim. He's the victim. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't think of the abuse He's the abuse He's the victim. Yeah, so at least in some capacity, he he was victimized. Either way, this is going to have an impact. Whether mm-hmm. he wins on paper for this or not, whether she wins on paper for this or not, it's going to Do make something. an impact for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm purposefully not going to watch Aquaman 2 because they allowed her to still be in it. And here's the thing. like, If something like this came out, and this is the reason why Johnny Depp lost his jobs... Mm-hmm. in the movies that he was supposed to do but they allowed amber heard to continue knowing everything that was circulating i think what they should have done is neither of them can continue until everything is out separate it out don't this allow is... them to do it until they figure out what's going on i think something that was said in the trial early on was like by johnny depp when he was testifying was it's affected absolutely everything and even if this you know, turns this specific case turns out a certain way, like that still is something that is associated with me now. Like this is, it's happened. Like you can't undo it. Yeah. And that's very true on both sides. But I think that's happening now too, because like there, it is clear based on what evidence has been presented thus far, she abused him. Uh, And, but it's also clear that their relationship was banana sandwich. Like some of the things that Johnny Depp did, not physically. No, no. I don't mean like hit her. And, I mean like someone just did the, the, the act, like the, when she or whatever happened, it was his finger. Right. Oh, yeah. We, you know, he says that she threw a, a, a bottle at him and it burst and it kind of, it looks kind of jagged and it looks sort of like that kind of mm-hmm. impact where she says that he cut it off himself or that he was like, I don't know. I thought her lawyer said at one point that he cut it off himself. But then in her testimony recently, she said that he was like slamming his hand against something or he was trying to break something and it came off during that. That would not happen. Which I don't know. Like I, it just, uh, that That doesn't make sense. To me, it doesn't. No. But, um, so when that was happening with the finger, I don't even know what I was saying. (laughs) I don't even know what I was saying. just so much. I totally lost. Yeah. I lost my complete train of thought. Um, what did I say? I totally am lost. Because I was thinking about what I want to say next. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember everything about the stupid finger getting blown off. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no. Okay, so like he did some crazy stuff too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. that happened and they showed pictures of like 
he wrote on the walls and he wrote on the walls in blood and he wrote on the walls in paint wrote, and he admitted like he he wrote reminders on the wall and he wrote in paint on the like I mean, he admitted he, that he's on he was on drugs like. well sure but i'm saying like whether you're on drugs or not like that's pretty crazy that's a weird thing to do like that's not like that's like what you see in horror movies yes that sounds like there's writing on the wall and there's a killer in the right house. yeah <laughs> very that so he did some stuff too oh, and man. obviously like you know there is stuff of him slamming stuff around and throwing like you know that that's explosive behavior i'm yeah. not saying it makes him an abuser i'm saying nobody's an angel in this no. like but if we're talking about allegations of criminal abuse that's where it gets where as of right now i feel like it's pointing more towards her but the big one is the her team is saying like she shit on the bed they're not denying it well no they're not that's another like she shit in the bed she shit in the bed and she sleeps in that bed sure yeah. it's on his side but she still shit on the bed how do they have like a fucking California king or they something? They probably do. Yeah, probably. I They're mean, I have famous. A, I, have, I have a king bed. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, I've shit my pants before, but not in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> we love a selective shitter. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. Well, I wasn't like I'm gonna shit in this fucking bed right now. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that was. Crazy. Like, I cannot believe that happened. And they're not really denying it. I mean, they just kind of were letting it lay there, much like the <laughs> shit did. I thought you were about to say letting it slide well, out of her butthole. Sort of. Um, but yeah, there was just, this was a toxic relationship for oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. But they are, basically, her side is arguing. We know what Johnny Depp's side is trying to argue. Her side is saying, um, it's, it's not defamation because she wasn't directly talking about you in the in the op-ed as a whole. Um, it's a stretch to think that you could, you know, connect what she's saying to this. And um, as far as his career and like it being damaging, the reason they're bringing up his drug use and his drinking so much is they're trying to be like, you were ruining your reputation before this and you were going to ruin it anyway, which is, I mean... I'm not saying it's true. Captain Jack Sparrow is a drunk. He can just play himself. I mean, that might be true. I don't know. But I'm not saying it's a, it's like true. But what I am saying is from a legal perspective, that's a fair argument. Yeah. That's a fair argument to make. You know, if somebody has a reputation and they're doing a lot of substances, it's like you could make that connection. So legally, not a bad argument. The other part of the argument they're saying is because the sexual violence claim is only in the headline. And Amber didn't write the headline. So they say. They're saying that a Washington Post person wrote the headline. That could very well be true. Usually the people who are working at the papers, the editors, are the ones who write most of the headlines. Now, when opinion pieces come in, often they already have a title. That does sometimes need to be changed mm -hmm. for space purposes, for where we're going to publish it, whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there. But, like, that's a big thing to put in a headline that wasn't already there. Like if I changed, when I've changed headlines before, especially of opinion pieces, I've tried very hard to at least keep like the core words in there. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's gonna be a, a tricky thing legally, but I do think so much is coming out. And her, her time on the stand has been significantly different than Johnny's. So maybe, I don't know. Did you see any of Johnny's time on the stand? Mm -hmm. What did you think of it? 
Um, I mean, he talked really slow, mm-hmm. but I think that's just because he was trying to remember everything that was happening, trying to find the best way to say everything that had happened. True. Um, I mean, obviously, before you go on the stand, like, you and your... You're, they prep you. They prep you. It's so not like, rehearsal, but they prep you. They They're prep like, you for, to an extent, yeah. on how you should respond to things. Right. Not word for word, but, like, you could tell, like, he just, he wanted to, I mean, say the right thing. Well, I think that's exactly what they were doing. I think this is this is a tri- It's a jury trial. So while the, the legal things of defamation is tricky, at the end of the day, and I have to, you know, you have to hope that the jury's going to do the best to go by the law because that's what their job is there. But it's also humans judging other humans. Mm-hmm. You have more of a scope for emotion, what might have been happening. You know, you get that human experience line that you don't always get with a judge trial because they're very bench trial. But you don't always get with that because they're very by the law as they should be. That's mm-hmm. their job. It's literally what they're there for. So the jury, I think, was something that they wanted to do is that he's a huge personality. He clearly has um, a kind of engaging personality. Mm-hmm. While An he was engaging talk- voice. Yes. While he was talking, even though it was slow and sometimes a little rambly and weird, I still was kind of like dialed in. And like, yeah. it was just, I don't know, it wasn't a bad experience to hear him tell his story. And... I imagine they felt the same, the jury would feel the same way. So that's probably why his attorneys asked him questions like that and prepped him in a certain way so that he could tell make story. that connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Tell that story. Tell it that way. Show his emotion. Yes. And make the connection of like, I'm Johnny Depp, the guy that you know and love. And here's me telling my story in a, in a, a way that is feels genuine. Um, Amber Heard <laughs> seems like a robot who's trying to be human. Right. And, I mean, if we're noticing that, there is there is a chance that the jury notice it, too. Plus, Johnny Depp's testimony made for some fire TikToks, okay? Especially oh, when yeah. he was being cross-examined by and Rotten just his, Born. And his, like, facial expressions. With all the hearsays, he's just like... Hearsay. Objection. Hearsay. Oh, my God. I know. Those were amazing. My favorite was when they had him... Um, the one that I like specifically is they're playing the Wii music. Yes. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
testimony hit that kind of genuine feel place with a lot of people, at least from our side. Don't know what the jury thinks. Amber's is not playing the same way. Did you also notice that she's not wearing mascara now because like she's on the stand and probably is fake crying. So you can't tell that she's actually. Okay. Yes. But I have something very important to say. Not important. No, no, no. Whatever. Something. It's <laughs> important. Say. You're important to me. Oh my God. Thank you. Feel so loved. Um, no, I was very, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like so jacked up. It's about her mascara. It's not about her mascara specifically. Or lack of mascara. So there's that. They but know also, that she's not crying. There have been several instances on the stand. I've watched almost every second of her testimony, most of it live. I may have missed like 10 minutes here and there, but like, um, I've watched a lot of it. She has had a, several moments in two days of testimony so far of like full blown sobbing. Like, like that kind like of sobbing. Like ugly cry? Yes. Mm. Like she's making that scowly face. And she's, yes, I wish people could see you. I almost want to take your picture. <laughs> um, and then, like, sobs. Like, <laughs> and I do it like that because it doesn't, her voice isn't breaking, which is interesting. Like, her voice isn't breaking as it does when you cry, usually. She's just making those, like, kind of <laughs> guttural groan things okay. that come out when you're crying, you know, a little bit. When you're trying to, like. Well, like, well, you can't, like, when you're like that, you can't talk. You're, you get no, choked I, up. Well, your voice breaks. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Her voice really isn't breaking, but that's not the part. She's been making... And while she was doing these sobs from the first one, I was like, I'm going to see if this bitch cries. Like, actually cries. Like, tears come out. So, I've, I've had it on. I've had it zoomed all the way in. I've had it on there and on my phone and zoomed right into her eyes for a long time. I'm serious. I, like, have a problem. Like, it's... There have been... And you say Almost, you don't have an addictive personality. I don't have it. I have an obsessive personality. It's not the same. Um, that's what I keep telling myself. Anyways, um, there have been almost, I'll explain the almost, zero tears. I believe it. Zero. There, there was one instance while she was describing um, one of, where she says he beat her up. And there was a, a singular tear. One single tear. One single tear. Like, I caught it while it was about, like, almost to her nostrils. And the first day she was on... But that was it. Like, there have been no tears. There have been none other than that that I've seen. And I have looked. I've been dialed in. And I've seen nothing. Um, the first day, she didn't grab a tissue once. You'd think. You're sitting there crying. And when she like, does grab a tissue, she holds for a picture. Well, that too. Which I think that came because I think they probably told her, uh, yo, TikTok's wild and saying you're not crying. You should cry. You should tear it at out. At least try. We know get you're some, not a good actress, but at least try something. Get some Visine and, and make an effort. Like, I don't know. So I think that's why she started grabbing tissues. But if you watch her with the tissues, you're right. She kind of holds and poses maybe for a photo. I don't know. She's grabbing a tissue and she's rubbing her face vigorously. Like she's doing this, she's doing this. She started rubbing her forehead at one point. I was like, do you know? Yeah, when I cry, I love my wife. My, my hairline gets wild. Like, but she was just, I think to like look frantic, like just frantically trying to wipe tears away. Her eyes are not red. Her nose is not red. Her cheeks are not red. Like you'd think you're sitting From there. rubbing them. That's what, but well, no, not even that. I don't think she's actually doing it. Like you'd think if you were sitting there sobbing several times in an hour span, 
there would be even if you didn't have a lot of tears, there would be you'd notice like your face would change. You're, uh-huh. you're, and she's white as a ghost. I mean, she's very pale. It should be noticeable, even if it's like you're rubbing your face that much with actual tears and moisture mm-hmm. with a tissue. Your nose would be a little redder than the rest of your face just because maybe some of the makeup came off. You know, like little yeah. things like that are not happening. Yeah. One tear has come out. She f- described some horrific things. Cried, quote unquote, sobbed. No, no, nothing that makes me actually believe that she was crying, like having a real emotional response. No, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not an expert. However, I feel like that's very telling. I think it's telling. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it, it says a lot. And other people, and I've been watching only recently some legal analysts, people who, you know, kind of know what's going on in the courtroom, have seen a lot of shit, mm-hmm. talk about it. They seem to be coming down in a similar place. I also want to shout out Emily D. Baker on YouTube and everywhere else. Is it the one that you sent me? Yes. I have not watched it. She's amazing. Like, she gives some really good commentary about some of the courtroom procedures and things that are happening. And... Really, the reason I started looking for analysts is because when they had Amber Heard's first witness, the psychologist, Mm -hmm. I had some thoughts, but I didn't know if, like, I didn't know if they made any sense. Like, I thought maybe I was just being too judgmental. I don't think that I was. (laughs) Like, I was looking for, did you get to see it at first? Psychologist? Yeah. What did you think of her? Amber's, not Dr. Curry, Johnny Depp's. Johnny Depp's psychologist has a very different rapport on the TikToks. No, the the, the woman with the glasses. No, the that blonde. Was, they're they're both women and they're both blonde and they both have glasses. Oh shit! No, she because she said that she was she she had dinner at Johnny Depp's house. That was Dr. Curry. That's Johnny Depp's psychologist. But she also analyzed Amber Heard and said that she had like right. So now I'm confused. I've only seen one. Okay. So, Dr. Curry um, was one of Johnny Depp's team's witnesses. She was She's a forensic psychologist. She's a PTSD expert. She's the one, she evaluated Amber Heard, and she's the one who um, made, she's the one who diagnosed her with borderline personality yes, disorder that's and histrionic. Okay. The reason that Johnny Depp's team analyzed her is because they they brought in an expert to... I imagine to try and refute the claims that this other psychologist had made that Amber's team got. Tell us these, this isn't real, which she did. But Amber Heard's team also had a psychologist. Her name is Dr. Frankenfurter. No, (laughs) Hughes, I think. Dr. Hughes. Okay. Like Hugh Grant, but Hughes. I think that's right. Although Amber's lawyers kept calling her Dr. Curry. Wow, yeah. Like during her testimony, it was Dang. her testimony was off the rails. And I thought that, but I was also like, I'm not a lawyer and I don't know anything. I wonder if it was actually off the rails. I think it was. Did you get to see any of it? I don't think so. Okay. She said that Amber did have PTSD. She's not a PTSD expert. She's an um like an abuse domestic violence expert there. Her qualifications were really good. I mean, I was genuinely interested in what she would have to say. Um, Excuse me. And she said that, you know, she thought that this abuse did happen, that Amber Heard did have PTSD because of this. Okay, fine. 
The first thing that went wild is, okay, when you're, she said she's been a witness like 50 some times over this, or not a witness, but like an expert witness, uh, you know, consulting on legal cases Mm -hmm. a lot. She's taken the stand a lot. You would think maybe you would know the rules, right? Like what you have to do as a witness. You can't just go up there and do whatever you want. You have to go along a certain procedure. She went up there and she starts answering a question. And she looks at something that she has, like a piece of paper. And, you know, depths team notice, and they're like, what, what is that? They ask. She's like, I have a little cheat sheet of the dates that I saw them just because I didn't want to get, um, I didn't want to get them wrong. And she's like, it's just a post-it. And she holds up this post-it. So they're a little like, okay, because you can't have something up there that has not been turned over in Discovery. Like, that's that's just straight up against the rules. Yeah. Like. You're, you can have, if you have anything up there, it has to be stuff that's already been cleared, Effort, is already yeah. in evidence that everybody knows about equally. So that if you start saying stuff that's in these materials, it's not everybody, knows, yeah, everybody yeah. knows what's going on. It's, it's just part of like having a fair trial. So she has that. And then, okay, post it. Okay, maybe. She has a full-blown file that she takes out and starts reading from it. And she's like, they're just my notes. They're my notes from, she's all her notes that were part of her like consultations or whatever, I guess. That's what she says they were. I don't really know. And they kept, they made objection after objection after objection because like, the heck. And the judge was clearly upset, but also was not trying to like throw a huge wrench, waste the jury's time, call up this huge thing. So they were like, look, don't. If you want to look at that, I mean, okay, but you can't read, you can't read it. Like if you're just looking at your notes, you want to see a date or something, don't read it. And she just kept just reading from it. And then she got an attitude after one of the objections. She like did this like, ugh, like teenage girl, mom took my lip gloss away. Very like dramatic movement. And that's when I started to lose this one. I was like, how do you not? How did her lawyers not know that, like, did you prep her at all? Did you do, how'd you let her walk up there with that and think it was okay? And they just kept trying to be like, well, she's just refreshing her her memory. So that happened. And then she's, I mean, when you have an expert witness, like a psychologist or somebody come up, you kind of expect them to talk a certain kind of way about, about data and, you know, test results and findings and sort of in that sort of expert type of way mm-hmm. scientific almost i watch tv shows exactly so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's most people that's what they're for yeah it started that way and then it kind of got weird she would be they'd ask her a question like um you know what is uh how is surveillance used in an abusive relationship like stalking and stuff and she she'd explain and they're like were there any instances of that in in your findings and you would expect her to say something like miss heard reported this to me and um she showed behaviors that lined up with someone who has been a victim of surveillance this is how that looks this the clinical presentation whatever Mm -hmm. right that's how you might expect that she'd be like yeah you know johnny depp would call the uh the directors of the movies that she was on and and all the male actors and be like i got eyes down there i'm watching you and he wouldn't let her do anything and he was very controlling and and then they do the same thing with like 
She did that with like everything. She just started to tell stories as if she was there. She'd be like, yeah, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were like in their house and he punched her in the face and he pushed her up like as if she was giving you firsthand account. It it became, it was not like watching a doctor talk about anything. It was like as if they were like. Her best friend. Yeah. Like, hey, this happened. Yeah, exactly. It was as if they had someone who was literally either there or was told about it and was just relaying it like a, like a buddy. But they're going to get Amber Heard's next. She should be cross-examined by them pretty soon. Oh, real quick. Can you tell me that guy in the car? Guy in the car? Yeah, he was on like a video chat with them. Oh, um. Who was that guy? He, I think, I don't really know. He was, um, I don't know exactly. He, I think he managed one of the buildings that they lived in. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was just like. He was just driving. Yeah, he was driving and vaping and was like. They would ask him questions. He'd be like, I don't really care about any of this anymore. It's been so long and I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and he was just like over it. He just like drove away. <laughs> he was just, whoop, I'm gone. Um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> the judge seems like such a nice, calm lady. Was just like, wow, I've never seen that before. <laughs> I didn't know it could get weirder. And then Amber Heard got up there. And it got weirder. You, you know what? You know what I think about? Because, like, how Amber Heard's trying to be human. Go ahead. I relate that to the one video that, um, who's the Facebook guy? Zuckerberg? Yes. Mark Zuckerberg. Did the video where he's, like, in his house. Uh-huh. And there's just a fucking barbecue sauce on his bookshelf. <laughs> like, what do what do humans like? Barbecue sauce and books. And it's just behind him. Uh, I didn't even know about that until you showed it to me. I, I, and then I, like, studied it obsessively. Mark like, Zuckerberg is an alien or a robot. AI. And so is Amber Heard. She's... Humans should cry now. It's, yeah. I don't know. But she can't physically do it. I don't know. I just think it's it's not coming off to me as genuine at all. Mm. And it's not like the someone should act like this. Someone should. Be. It just feels weird. It, it feels weird. It feels weird and disjointed. And none of her stories make any sense. Like she's on the couch. She's on the floor. She's there's dirt on the carpet. Yeah. There was one where she was like, it was when he was smothering her in a mattress. Allegedly. He you can know. smother me with whatever. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Anyways, um, she said like she specific. I'm just gonna zoom past. Um, she said like he was um he had he was he had me like pinned down, and uh, had his pee in my back, and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't scream. She said I could not scream. And like two minutes later, in this, she's like, and then I heard myself stop screaming. I thought you couldn't scream. I thought, also, who says I heard myself stop screaming? What? What? I get that she's trying to hammer this out-of-body experience thing. I don't think she knows how. I don't you think it's going well. You can't be that out-of-body experience when you're not even in that body. Oh, when it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I see. What, I was like, what? <laughs> this is what makes me think, as someone who has post-traumatic stress disorder and has been diagnosed with it and has had to go through all the hoops of like, are you lying though? In all of these things where she's like... He punched me in the face. He broke my nose. He pulled my hair. He's all these things. She has not described any physical pain. In fact, she has gone as far as to say it didn't even hurt. 
which in my experience, now I was not domestic, I wasn't like beat up or anything. I don't mean that. But in my experience as someone who has relayed traumatic stories that have at least some physical component, and from what I know about that, often you remember those things. Like the things that you don't consciously remember, the details. You, you remember the feeling of it. The feelings stick because those are bodily mm-hmm. memories. It's like muscle memory. It's like mm-hmm. that outweighs. Um, she's not describing any of that. She's not describing anything physical. No, not even. Or like, even emotional. He pushed me up against the wall and like uh, that Emily D. Baker said about this, like when he apparently held her down on a counter, not like it was cold on my back. This, I, I felt this on my shoulder, like nothing, nothing that puts you in a place at a time with something happening. Mm-hmm. Not saying that makes it not true. I'm just saying it's not indicative of other you know, true stories of such experiences that I've heard and Experience. told myself, told yeah. myself, you know, um, cause I'm not the most emotional. Like I don't get cry and stuff like that, but it's, I don't know. There are just, there are components that are missing that make me question. That's all that. I mean, that's what it comes down to, but no, her she, emotions are missing. Her, I think her the, feelings, I think the experiences are missing because it didn't happen. I genuinely do. And maybe not everything. I'm not saying that everything. We don't maybe heard everything yet. I'm still trying to stay open, trying to stay as objective as possible. But it's not looking good. It's not looking good, I don't think, for those allegations being true. I don't think that they are. Men can be abused. Men can be abused. That's another thing, too. Men can definitely be abused. Men don't report very often. Women don't report very often. That's, you know, these statistics that we're getting... Are, are so skewed in both directions. So men can get abused. Men can get abused by women who are not bigger and stronger than them. And, you know, it just, it is what it is. That's not to say that women don't get abused more often. They do. We just, we know that. They do. And that's not to discount people who come forward and be like, well, what if she's doing an Amber Heard? What if the vast majority of women and men who report are being truthful. Truth. We have to remember that. Just because somebody is potentially being dishonest does not mean that that's what's happened or that we should, on on all these other cases, whether they be famous people or not. Did you get to see any of the pictures? No. Of her alleged injuries? Oh, yeah. They looked fake. I got to see them while she was describing what they were supposed to be. The incident that she described before they started showing these pictures was he beat her up he grabbed her by the hair he dragged her around the house he tore chunks out of her head like her of hair out of her scalp like chunks all over the apartment is what she said of her own hair he punched her he kicked her he broke her nose the second nose break in like six months according to her stories i mean just like a really brutal attack like if that happened it would have been all over the news when it happened maybe Maybe, but like, that's a brutal thing. Mm-hmm. And that, that sounds awful. And then they showed her face, the pictures. And she's, at this point, I wonder if she believes some of these things. Because she's like, they showed her a picture of just like her face, straight up. There's not one mark on her face, except there's a little bit of darkness under this eye. I can't tell if it's actually a bruiser. It honestly just looks kind of like a shadow to me. Um... Her eyes kind of have dark under them anyway, and over here, like on her cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Some people just do, especially like really pale people. My mom has a birthmark that literally looks like she got punched in the face. 
like it's just some people have more coloring around their eyes. Mm-hmm. It kind of just looks like that, but it's very pale, it's very faint. And then on her lip, it's like a little little scab, a little like red spot. Like if you like chewed, a cold sore. A cold sore, maybe if you chewed your lip skin and it started to bleed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah, that's my um, that's my split lip. Uh my busted lip, I think is what she said. Busted lip. That's my uh, my two black eyes that I had. My nose was broken. Um, those are broken. And I'm like, are you seeing what we are seeing, ma'am? Like, there's nothing there. And then they showed her scalp. It was, she said, yeah, that's where there were chunks of my hair missing. There were no chunks. She has very blonde, fine hair. You know what I mean? It looked like she just parted her hair different. I'm not even going to lie. There was no missing hair. Chunks. If you get hair, my trichotillomania has entered the chat, okay? I've had gaps. I've had sparse hair. Mm -hmm. Even if you do just that, your scalp gets a little irritated. There's redness. There's maybe scabbing. There's whatever. Okay? If someone's grabbing fistfuls of your hair and pulling it, that's like a full-blown wound. There's going to be blood. There's going to be missing skin. Scalp is going to be missing. Yes. There's going to be... A wound! It's a wound! Somebody tore part of your body off! Like, I saw, obviously, a TikTok, which it could have been not 100% true. Who knows, you know? But the the day, the pictures that came out um, in the media at the time, where it showed, like, her face and everything like that with, like, the, the little bit of a bruise, and the next day she's in the car, nothing, mm-hmm. and she's, like, happy as can be. Yeah, I saw those, too. I mean, like, I don't know how accurate that is because, again, it came from social media. Could be a total lie. You never know. You never know. But, like, I don't not believe it. Yeah. I mean, given all of this and her describing what like what should be a completely battered face. It's not. At all. No black eyes. Nothing on her nose. Like, your nose. If your nose breaks. It's going to be crooked. It's going to be, be bleeding. Crooked. It's, it's going to be bleeding. It's going to be bruised. black almost. Like yeah. very deep bruising. For her to just sit there and describe stuff that's not there. Like, do you see this? I mean, it could be another mental health issue that she has. It could be. Where she genuinely believes that this happened, even though it did not. It's possible. I have no, I have no clue. I mean, there are conditions like that mm-hmm. or there are symptoms of conditions that can be like that yeah and i'm she, not she vilifying her it. for being if she is mentally ill whether it's the personality disorders that the one doctor described whether it's something totally different if she does have post-traumatic stress disorder it sounds like she did have a tumultuous childhood maybe she does i don't know i'm not vilifying her for that you know what i mean it's not a crime to be mentally ill no. and to say that oh me- all mentally ill people do like these crazy things they don't. Mind, that's not what happens that's not what happens most of the time but she could you know if that's the case it's not that i i vilify her for that i'm just like this has gone very far this has gone very far so like i don't even know if i could completely tie it all back to that you would think someone somewhere was like you need to calm down you need to stop like this is going to be a lot and so far, that hasn't happened. But I think that's pretty much where it is now. Uh, we've got a few more weeks of testimony. And you'll, you're going to keep me up to date I'm on gonna it. I'm going to do my best. I'm and TikTok's going to keep me up to date on it. Hell yeah, it sounds like it. It's going to be a it's gonna be a heck of a time. It's a wild like, ride. It's a wild ride. I, the people who got jury duty for this are the luckiest people in the world. 
a way, but in another way, if you assume that they're they're taking their jury duty seriously and they're doing the things they're supposed to do and not doing the things they're not supposed to do, they're not on the internet, they're not doing anything, they're completely like, they have to go completely dark for, at this point, it's going to be over a month. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that's, I don't know. They can't talk about it, they can't, until it's like, okay, all the arguments are in. Here are your rules. Do they go. just like go to a hotel and not talk to anyone? They're not sequestered. Or no. Sequestered they, they is when home. they put them in a hotel and they lock them completely down. They're not sequestered. So they go home. They live their lives. Like right now, the week that's that they're off of court because of a scheduling thing, they're just living their lives. They're like going to work, going home, making mac and cheese. I don't know. Whatever they do. <laughs> and But they can't like get on the internet. They can't look at anything about the case on social media. That's all that social media is right now. That's all that social media so is. Social media, TV, newspaper, that's all it is. So they're just sitting there like they can't talk about it with anybody, their family, their we friends. Talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Just watched that recently. It was our wedding day. We were getting married and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No clouds allowed in the sky. <laughs> Bum bum. I don't know what he says. Is that I what he says? Just is it? <laughs> I feel like I talked way too much in this one. I'm sorry. I, just, I don't. I, I didn't know a whole lot. I just made my comments. I needed to get this out. Like I've been That's sitting here, said. like hell yeah. Uh, but no, I've been like so obsessed with this. I just like need it. I've, and just, <laughs> Justin need doesn't. It. I need it. Justin doesn't care. You know, like I try to talk to him about it. He's like, <laughs> Mike and I don't talk. <laughs> that's another episode right there no it's not a marriage problem it's just we are on opposite schedules yeah. we literally we text throughout the day when we are both at work but like we don't see each other yeah we, I mean Justin and I are pretty much on the same so it's like I get that Yeah, we kind of do the same and then when we do talk when he is here because he has you know a few more days off or a little bit more fluid scheduled but like and I try to be like do you know what happened in court today he just this son of a bitch just glazes over. He's like, oh my God, I'm going to absolutely die. And it's been hard to hold in. And then I know you've been sending me TikToks constantly about the case. So I'm like, we both have some interest in it. Let's let's talk about it on the podcast. We're yeah. 30, we're dirty, we're dying, and we're litigating. Sure. <laughs> we're not. Um, I know words. It's, what I'm does not, litigating mean? It's like what lawyers do. Like litigating a case. Like... You, Repeating the word is not telling me the definition. <laughs> I don't know the word for the word definition. It's it's like they're it's like they're trying a case, like they're doing a case, like they're just litigating. Okay. Anyways, Shh, they're doing the case. Okay, we're doing the pot. We're litigating this podcast. We're litigating the shit out of this podcast. Okay, and that's what we're doing, and that's what we're gonna do for the rest of our lives. Well, for, yeah. I mean, because my life is not very long. Let's be real. We're 30, we're dirty, dirty, and and we're we're dying. dying. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.